Hi, guys. Welcome to episode seven of the On The Rise podcast. This is Alicia, and I'm here with my co-host, Molly. Today, we are going to be talking about limiting beliefs. How are you today, Molly? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. So I would say that I probably have one limiting belief right now. And even though it doesn't feel like it's always present, I feel like it's still there in the back of my head. And it's that I don't deserve the things that I'm working towards or that I've earned. And one of our posters today wrote about greed. She said that she feels like she doesn't deserve the things that she's earned because of a feeling of greed or being greedy. Do you have any limiting beliefs? Uh, maybe the same one, um, or especially greed is a big one, because in our family, like money was seen as something, I'm not going to say evil, but um, rich people were probably seen as selfish and stuff like that. So uh, yeah. I, I still have the same, or I feel the same way, like she writes about her family, that greed was something that was, um, yeah, you couldn't be greedy or you couldn't want it all. And yeah. now I want it all. And, and I mean, still sometimes an issue in our family that my parents are like, uh, yeah, I mean, I get what she's, what she tells, what she writes about. Right. And then how did you overcome feeling like you were being greedy? Yeah, I just, I just uh, realized that um, I wanted what I wanted and whatever I, I deserved, I would get. So uh, it's the same the same uh, mindset of abundance again um yeah. feeling that you yeah that that whatever you want is good and then of course yeah you can be too greedy so you have to figure that out too but um, um basically you know whatever you want most of most of it is normal if you truly want it that's mm-hmm. probably a sign that, that it's okay so what do you think you would constitute as being actually greedy like wanting too much well like um for instance that's what i wrote about yesterday and uh, like money is the byproduct of of um being exceptional mm-hmm. exceptional it's not the, the goal so whenever you're just thinking about money itself i think you're you're getting greedy but if you're just True. focusing on 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 on, on what you want and, and, and to improve yourself and um, become the best you can be, whatever comes with it, I don't think is uh, constitutes as greed or, or is a, is a, uh, has to do with greed. Right. Cause she's saying here, greed is not the same as desire or ambition. And I think that's true. Like we can be ambitious and then the things that come as a result of the ambition and maybe it's money as the byproduct. It's, you know, we earned it. So I think we can be happy and that we can accept that we've earned it. Yeah, I think, I feel you have to be very careful with the word greed. But greed mm-hmm. is something that other people uh, try to stick you with, right? They see you being ambitious and, and um, achieving what you want and getting what you want. And then they say, yeah, but why, why do you, why are you like that? And then they use greed as a, as a term to limit you. So you have to be very careful about that. I don't right. think it's something that other people should should uh, label you or, or should decide for you what is greedy and what is not. 
Right. And I'm seeing an ongoing theme on medium, even our own posts that like a lot of things from our childhood have, of course, affected us and the labels that our parents are placed on us or relatives or friends. And that affects a lot of people um, because basically childhood is time, a time where we're shaped into who we are today. So it's something that we had to think about as an adult, like identify those things that were issues or things that um, were, we were labeled and and working towards overcoming those. Yeah, because for the longest time, I, 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 I talked about it before, like my parents didn't know how to invest or, or didn't do it or thought it was something evil or dangerous. So for the longest time, I, I didn't, didn't know what it was. I didn't even think I was good at it. So I first had to figure out that, well, no, it's something that everybody can learn. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, still something that is a li- little bit looked uh, that they look at wrong or strange at. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's a limiting belief and, and you really have to take a deep hard look at yourself and, and see what is a limiting belief and what is truly something you, you can't do. Right. Yeah. I think it's really about like relearning, um, you know, the things that you've been told behavior or attitude and then giving yourself permission to set goals and, and have desires or dreams for your life. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's one of the most uh, ingrained uh, truths in us is like um, our, our in, uh, limiting beliefs because um, if you start to think about it, almost everything we do or, or think or, or know is, is, is limiting in, us in some ways. And, and the people who, who don't have them, th- those are the people who really do things and achieve things. Right. And just so you guys know, by the way, this is the article by Lane Kerrigan is greed at the heart of our dreams that we're talking about. I forgot to mention it in the beginning here, but um, in this article, like I like how she listed some of her life goals out as kind of a way of affirming that she is working towards these things. She says by 30, she wants to buy a house with a yard and a wood area for her dog. And she wants to publish a memoir and a collection of poetry and verse and once learn Spanish and build a family. And I think it's really important to like list your goals out and acknowledge that you have them. That way you can work towards them and, and know that these are things that it is okay to work towards. Yeah, um, that's the thing. I mean, I talk, I wrote about it a lot of times, but I just start writing out what I want and the universe gives it to me, right? That's, I mm-hmm. mean, people think it's crazy. I get it, but I mean, it works. So for instance, I, I'm writing down and I want to be a millionaire before 40. I want to be a billionaire mm-hmm. before 60. I'm writing it down. I'm going to do it. But I mean, yeah, listing your goals is very important because in a way you're making them real. If you, if you just keep it to yourself, it's like, yeah, you're not, it's the, 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 the saying, saying it out loud is part of achieving it in my opinion. So uh, yeah. Uh, like the daily writing challenge, I just sit at the beginning. Look, I'm going to write for for 365 days, boom, and that's that's what I do. I just from now on, I just state my goals and I just say what I want, and yeah, it, it's it helps a lot. Yeah, I agree. Before because you're committing yourself, right? You're you're in a way you're just if you say like I'm not going to be angry for the next week. And you say that to everybody you know, well, you can't really be angry. You can't like next day uh, have a fit because people will say, but I thought you said you were going, right? You commit yourself and, and yeah, it helps. Things like that help. Right. 
you have to be accountable. Do you think that using, do you have to use the, a positive word for your affirmations or do you think it matters? Like, how do you do yours? Yeah, I do. I, I use positive words. I mean, I, I use the term or I just, I want, uh, what I did was right. I, re, I, I realized affirmations worked. So when <laughs> I realized that I was thinking of getting the biggest thing I could ever, ever want because I realized it worked. So I, I thought, you know, why waste time with the little stuff? So I thought about the concept that I really, really, really liked or really wanted. And then I, I, I wrote that. So, um, yeah, that's how it works for me. Right. But when you do like the affirmations, do you like believe it at first? Like when you first started writing them, did you believe it initially or is it something that came with time after re- repeating it like for 30 days or so? Yeah, but um, I think you should you, you have to believe it when you write it. But at first it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you don't. But uh the intention should be to believe exactly what you what you write, because that's like what the master key secret tells you. That's what uh, all those guys tell you. The secret is that you really have to believe that you already are what you want to be. So if you say like I'm going to be confident, you have to believe that you already be confident, and not say something like Yeah, eventually I'll be confident. No, you have to say Look, I am confident. Right, that's true. Because even like sometimes when people or someone says something positive to me, I'm like, oh, well, I hope that happens, or I guess, and I should just be like, yeah, that's gonna happen, right? Yeah, but the the the, the way you sell it is already. I hope it happens. It's already like so much negativity yeah. about it. I mean, just say it's going to happen. I'm I'm saying, look, I'm going to be a millionaire when I'm forty, and I'm hundred percent assured by that. And honestly, that's even that not not ambitious anymore because I said that when I had like zero dollar dollars in the bank and no no clear avenue to get there. And now I'm ready. Look, I just have to double my net worth and I'm there. So you know, it's definitely going to happen before forty. So I, yeah. if anything, I I was I was not ambitious enough by saying that amount. Well, yeah, I think sometimes I get what you're saying, but like, I feel like sometimes I had to start out a little small just to have enough belief for it. Because if I say right now, like, I'm gonna be a billionaire, like, yeah, I can say I can believe that, but it's, it seems so far off, although I would like to get to that point. So you think, do you think it's even so I should still start bigger or really big? No, 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 but you're right. You have a point. I mean, I started out like when I did this, this kind of things, I started out dead broke. I had no friends anymore. I was depressed. I couldn't do anything. I mean, I couldn't achieve the simplest task. So I started small too. I mean, for me, then it was like, tomorrow I'm going to have a, a great day or tomorrow I'm going to do no X or Z. It's very, very small. But as soon as I figured out that it worked, well, then I realized, you know what, let's go as big as I can. And of course, like the billionaire, I mean, it has to be a little bit realistic. You have to believe in it because I know yeah. I can do it because I... I I mean, I know how to invest. I know how to trade. I uh, double my portfolio every year. So for me, it's kind of, I mean, it's still still an insane big number, but it's kind of realistic to say, well, when I'm 60, I'm going to get there. Uh, forever. I, for instance, I could never say like, at 60, I will be a famous painter because I don't think I have that in me. Yeah. And I think like, once you start saying it at first, like, for you, like, what was the first, like, affirmation you started saying? You said, like, you're going to have a great day tomorrow? Yeah, so, so small, small things, right? I mean, like, what do you do if you're, yeah, I mean, even just, like, uh, yeah, I'm going to have, yeah, fun tomorrow, or I'm going to do 
small things, right? I could, I can't believe, or I can't really uh, tell you the exact thing, but it was very right. Cool. But once those things start happening, then you gain a little more confidence, and then you can start stretching for bigger things. Unless off the bat you feel like you can get that bigger thing, then by all means go for it. Yeah, it was uh, it was reading um, Adam Scott, that's uh, a writer, and he wrote uh, "How to Fail at Everything and Still Succeed." And that's an amazing book, by the way. I recommend it to all the listeners. Yeah. And um, when he wrote about that, uh, I mean, I, he convinced me that it was true. And then I realized, you know what, if it's really true, and it's true because I, I believe the guy, then I'm going to go big. There's no time in wasting it on on having or saying, like, I want a Porsche or <laughs> I want a, a Rolex or, or, or some small things. I want to get as big as, as, as possibly can because I'm not going to waste this superpower, you know what I mean? on the small things so uh, yeah that's when i realized i had to dream bigger and be uh, ambitious and then uh, i i read about uh, achievers high achievers people in their 70s and 80s and one mm-hmm. of their um, regrets was that they didn't dream big enough so i realized you know what i have to be dream very big so now i'm even not con- uh, convinced that that one billion dollar is is uh, <laughs> big enough <laughs> but yeah let's uh, let's take it one step at a time right all right <laughs> that's also the, the the thing about dreams is they're not fixed they can be fluid like like with, um with lane here her dream is uh for instance by 30 i want a yard and a wooden area for my dog and a house but mm-hmm. uh if she's 30 and that doesn't happen you shouldn't feel she shouldn't feel like she's a failure or anything i mean do you know what i mean it yeah. could be that she's still, I mean, she could have uh, moved in that direction and that's okay too. True. I mean, she's giving herself five years too, she says. So that's that seems like a reasonable period of time, right? Yeah, honestly, if I were her, I would be much more ambitious. I would say like in, in one year, <laughs> I'm going to be there because it works. So oh, true, like the 10X rule. Like, yeah. you just, like a lot yeah. sooner and you still yeah, get... Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just if I were her, I would go... Uh, I mean, I would say like by 28, I want to live in a house. Uh, yeah. Next year, I want to publish uh, a memoir. Uh, and in two years, I want to learn Spanish. I mean, that's how that's how it works, right? Right. Because- yeah, because even yeah, because you know, even what I see here, like um, she says, like it's an uh, maybe it's an unrealistic timeline. I do that sometimes too. I'm like, I don't know if I could do it in this amount of time. Even that's like putting a little bit of doubt on the situation. So just like yeah. state it and then believe it, right? Yeah, say it and believe it and say like, you know what? I mean, we've talked about it a lot before. I mean, what happened in for us in, in like three or four months, it's insane, right? And it all started with writing every day. And mm-hmm. if, I, if I would have started and said, you know what, this is all going, the publication and, and stuff like that, I would have never thought about it. So well, yeah, well, I- recently it's even like, it's been happening more rapidly because there's already, there's 87 followers in the publication right now. We have just finished, this is the seventh episode. So this is wrapping up a week of the podcast. It's just crazy like, how yeah. it's accelerated. Yeah. It reminds me of that, that line from Pringles, I think. Like when you start, you can't stop or when you, right. It's the same oh, thing. Yeah. I know what you're talking when about. You, start, you can't really, I mean, you start with the publication, you start with the podcast, you can't stop. And like, yeah, you have to be ambitious. You have to set ambitious goals because when you step, when you start in getting in the mindset of achieving, you you yeah, you achieve them. Yeah, it's just, it's momentum, right? Like yeah, when it's, it's, going, then it just starts going faster and faster. 
Yeah, and the thing is, like, if you're, like, I, I mean, I don't want to brag now, but I think, like, people see that you're capable of executing, see that you're capable of doing something, and now people want to be part of it and, and trust us that the next thing will we'll do that again, too. So that's, yeah, that's beautiful. Well, yeah, and it trickles out to everyone also, because once we're doing good, they do good, and everyone does good. Everybody is, yeah, everybody is also motivated to step up their game a bit. Right, like, I think that's of, great. Yeah, there are a lot of people who, who are saying to me, like, I didn't think it was possible to write every day, but I see that you're doing it. So now I'm like, I can do that too. So that's great. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's also a lot of pressure. Like, we have to pull through <laughs> and finish the yeah, challenge. But I'm, I'm mm -hmm. 100% confident that I will. And I'm 100% yeah. confident that you will too. So that's not really a problem. Unless yeah. I, unless I don't make it. I mean, unless I die, I will. Uh, yeah, but you know what I mean? That's yeah. the thing. Like, I'm now in that state that nothing really can stop me. Right. Um, yeah, I feel the same. Yeah. yeah so and then, I mean, mm -hmm. no, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say the other thing here. She said that um, she wanted to build a family. And that's one thing, too. Like, when you were affected by things as a kid, like, limiting beliefs sometimes you feel like you don't want to have like a lot of people like they don't want to have kids either because they want to pass down the same type of limiting beliefs to their kids right yeah i had that for the longest time i really thought like uh that i was a person who was not meant to have a family that i was like you know what it's okay if everything stops with me and now i'm the the, the total opposite i think like you know what i could be a great father i could be build a great family um, and that's also part of uh, being the best I can be. That that's uh, part of me is also something that I uh, have to explore and and uh, yeah. Right, because we really have to learn to make peace with our past and just change. Because anything is possible. Like if we focus on it and we identify what the issues were from our childhood, then we could just change it and be different. It is hard. It is hard to overcome though. Because I still like. I'm sure one day my kids will be talking about something I did, but I'm doing my best that I can yeah. to repeat the same mistakes. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, I talk by, with a lot of amazing people by now on Medium and um, everybody has issues. I mean, I haven't uh, met a single person who ha didn't have issues and some of those were like 10 times bigger than mine and I thought, I mean, how do you live with it? And they did. So, I mean, I don't think there's one person without issues and most of the time, yeah, it's um, the parents or, or, or something in the past. It's always something in the past. So, um, yeah, you can be more, you can do more and yeah, you have to, you have to live in the present, accept the present and build from there, I think. Right. And that's why I like medium so much too, because you see everyone's stories and that you see that people are making it despite of their past. So that's really cool. Yeah, Medium is the, the anti-Instagram. I, I talked about it before, right? And yeah. Instagram, everybody's faking it. On Medium, most of the, everybody <laughs> is mostly real. That's why I love about it. There's no, uh, nobody is hiding their scars. And uh, why would you? I mean, they're part of you. So, yeah, I love it. Right. And then, um, like, one of the last points she made is that, that she wants to be remembered. That's... Um, her, I guess, like kind of the ultimate goal to be a member. And we talked about that a little bit before too, but like in order to do that, we have to get past our limiting beliefs and go after our dreams or goals. So I guess living a life of legacy, that's up there for me too. Yeah, for me, um, I don't know. Um, 
I think I, of course, I want to do things I want to remember, but I realize or I truly understand how, how small this all is. Like you can be the best uh, person ever. And like 5,000 years later, nobody even knows who you are or what you did. Or I mean, legacy is art. Um, so I don't, uh, I just think about living every day in the moment and, and doing the best I can be. And whatever happens when I'm gone, yeah, we'll see what happens. Do you think legacy is a bigger goal than being a billionaire? Um, well, being a billionaire is, is really not that big of a goal. I know I talk about it all the time, but I realize how shallow uh, that goal is because it's only money and like a billion dollars, maybe in 10 years, that's worth nothing anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. It's hyperinflation or something like that. So I, I realized how, how small bi a billion dollar is, but it's something that I had to put down for myself, especially in the early years, because I didn't know. I mean, I had to, I had to, um, I had to build some, or I had to create something for myself, and 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 believe that I could do it. So that's why I put that billion dollars down. But I mean, yeah. I would say in the grand scheme of things, for me, uh, that's not that important. I'm not going to be. If I'm 60 and I have, don't have a billion dollars, I won't feel like a failure. Right. But, um, uh, that yeah, and that and that's. I mean, legacy. Yeah. I mean, like if you're talking about your 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 parents or your I mean, not your parents, but your children and grandchildren, in in that sense, legacy is going to be very much more important than money. Because I would, for instance, want my grandchildren to remember me as a an awesome dude, a great guy who achieved all those crazy things. And that yeah. That's maybe the thing that I want to be remembered as then. Yeah, I think it's good. And like, even like just leaving, like, even though as small as it may be like a footprint on the world, uh, something that you've done that has impacted, like even just making the publication, if you've affected 80 or a hundred people, that's awesome. Cause it's a yeah, trickle effect and it trickles out to other people and they may not know the source, but you're still impacting the world and leaving legacy that way. Yeah. I was going to say, I think we've already, I mean, it doesn't have to end here, but I think we've already uh, impacted people. We've already made a difference we already moved the stone in the river i think we already impacted people and that's the thing you have to that's the thing that i wanted to, to do for myself like when i started figuring things out master key secret and uh, how the universe works kind of mm -hmm. i realized you know what i don't have to tell everybody i know i just have to tell two people and they have to tell two people on their terms and that is like the the chain reaction so you don't have to do that much to impact the world yeah. And it's, I think that's why it's so important. Like if you have something to say, or if you feel like you have something that you've been holding in, like you need to say it because you never know whose life you can change or what impact you could make on somebody else. Yeah. Cause and, even like, sorry, like I said, I wrote about um, the fact that in the beginning of this challenge, someone had a story to tell and they felt like they told their family and friends and they said that their story was great, but they didn't have the confidence to post it on medium, but you like, you never know what the result of that would be. So you should just go ahead and post it and, yeah. you know, get over the fear. Yeah. It's the same thing. We always say, just start, right? Just, mm -hmm. just put your story out there and just, and, and that's the thing. Everybody has a story. Um, I talk, I was talking about my friend uh, with my friends uh, and he's like, what, what are you reading about? And I'm saying, and I said, yeah, you know what I'm reading, writing about? Like I'm writing about how I failed college, how I'm adopted, how mm -hmm. I'm uh, uh, trading Bitcoin. And he's like, wow, we have the greatest story. And then I realized that you have the same story. I mean, he has the same issues. He's also trading Bitcoin. He also <laughs> played poker. He also failed university. I mean, 
and he realized, wow, I could be telling this too. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he yeah. doesn't. That's the difference, of course. Yeah, it's crazy because a lot of us have like, well, there's groups, there's different categories of people. Well, a lot of us have like the same story, but if you don't know someone else has it, you can still, you can feel alone. So it's like sharing and having that common ground that makes it stronger and it's like a form of support and yeah. it makes you want to keep going forward. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, if I look at some of the deepest points of my life or something like that, I think there are still people who, who ex- actually uh, experience that stage and who <laughs> don't know that they can get out of it. And I'm not going to say my life is that great, but yeah, we're doing something. So, I mean, it's possible for everyone, but you just have to figure out, out how to get out of there. And I think what we do or what we write can help them. Right. Yeah. So it's just about connecting and finding the right people or the right community community to be a part of and, you know, using that to accelerate your, your dreams or whatever you want for your life. You know what I think is the single one uh, best thing that people should do when, to get out of a funk. I that? think they should. Yeah. I think, I think they should write every day. That's, I mean, that's powerful. It is. It definitely is. Cause it's helped me sort through a lot of my thoughts. Even we're talking about the childhood traumas or whatnot, not that my childhood was like the worst in the world, but it's really helped me to sort through and figure out and identify what are my limiting beliefs and what are things that I need to work on uh, to keep moving forward, to be a better person. Yeah. That's the thing, right? I mean, you, you start to figure out how much uh, you learn a lot about yourself, who you are, what you are not. And a lot of what I thought, what I was, turned out to be false because I wrote, I mean, because I figured that out while writing about, I mean, I yeah. thought I, I could never finish things. I thought I didn't have discipline. I thought I was always amount, going to amount to nothing, but it turned out that it is all false. So, yeah. Yeah. You figured out you could even write a story because before the trading advisor piece, you said, yeah. what did you say? Yeah. You thought you couldn't write that, that type of piece before. So I just, awesome. I just, yeah, I just wrote like uh, single emotions or single lines that that sounded good in in, in itself, but there was mm-hmm. no art, there was no one emotion, there was no one theme. It was just all like put together. And that one story, I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. <laughs> but that one story changes everything. So then I realized now I can write a story. Now I can, you know, that that made things much more fun. Right. So, uh, and that's why I started writing. I started writing because I wanted to become a storyteller because I really think you need that in business or in, in life. And I think I'm, I'm on the way. Yeah, that's awesome. We just got to keep going. I mean, so I think that's a great place to end. If you guys want to check out the two stories from today, the first one is, is Greed at the Heart of Our Dreams, Five Dreams for My Future by Lane Kerrigan. And the other story is by Christine Bradstreet, and it is called I Was Angry All the Time. So we'll be posting those today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the On The Rise podcast. Make sure you give us some claps on Anchor if you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you on the next one. Okay, bye. Bye.